I finally made up my mind to properly investigate the Glasgow hauntings. I had no skills or knowledge that I thought would be useful, so my first goal was simple research. I grabbed a notebook and pen and made a list of all the ghosts that I had met so far. Francis, the ghost that controlled the doors and windows in the flat. The ghost in the college building. I'd only seen it once and it was apparently friendly. The ghost on the bridge. In a hurry, but in hindsight, not that scary. The statues in the Kelvin Way. Horrible, rude, avoid as much as possible. The ghosts from the storm. Perfectly nice when you're polite to them. The thing in the underpass. Not one I'd actually met. Seemed kind of scary. And the pigeons. Avoid seeing them or even thinking about them. I figured the simplest thing would be to try and interview the friendly ghosts and see what I could learn from them about the larger situation. And, lucky me, it just so happened that one of those ghosts was right at home, currently adjusting the bathroom door a fraction with soft squeaks I could hear from the bedroom. Francis seemed like the perfect place to start the investigation. I made some coffee and took it and the notebook to the living room, where I carefully pushed the door out of its proper position. Then I sat and waited. A few minutes later, the door started to move back into position. I called out a greeting and it stopped sharply. A slightly annoyed presence hung in the air as I launched into my plea for some answers. As the silence continued, I began to feel embarrassed and stopped. The door moved back into the correct state and I stood and moved around the room, trying to think. I moved to the window and looked out at the night sky. As I moved closer to the glass, my breath made a little patch of fog and I wiped it down. Then I stared at it thoughtfully. Can you make marks on the window? I breathed on the glass again in a long wide arc. I watched as after a few moments some letters appeared in long shaky trails down the glass. Yes. I felt a strange combination of triumph and unease at seeing my first real communication with the dead. Again, I wondered just how wise this was, but now I had started, I I didn't want to stop. The fog faded and the curtain moved a little to the side, giving us more space on the window. Cheered by this show of generosity, I breathed in the glass again and began to ask my questions. I started by asking about Francis themselves. Who were they? Why were they here? And what did it mean that I had made contact with them after living here so long? Was Glasgow suddenly more haunted than before, or was this all just chance? The answers were less than helpful. For who are you, I got a single word, me. I guess that Francis wasn't up for giving me their history. For why are you here, I got the word HOME in all capital letters and felt slightly ashamed to have questioned it. For the last questions, the answer was a bit more complicated. The phrase that appeared was unlucky. One time is enough. You chose to look. After those words faded, the curtain moved back into place so the next minute I could hear Francis in the bathroom grumpily banging the window. I had ticked them off. I felt bad, but I wasn't finished. I hoped annoying the ghost I actually had to live with wouldn't have long-lasting consequences. I walked over to the whiteboard and wrote out all the ghost encounters again. I began to muse about them out loud, wondering about each of them and why I had seen them all. Francis remained distant. I gave up and started plotting other ways to find out. 
I felt bad bothering Francis, especially if there was nothing they could tell me. Just before bed, I went back into the living room to turn out the lights and saw that an addition had been made to my list. Where I had noted my encounters with the pigeons, a thick black line had been scribbled across them. The sight of the frantic mark filled me with an odd dread. What was it about them that filled another ghost with such feeling? The other entries were untouched, but the pigeons had been made almost unreadable. The pen in question lay on the floor under the whiteboard. I put it away and wiped the whole board clean. I spent the next week being extra careful about keeping doors and windows just how Francis liked them, and even washed the windows four times to be extra nice. More than ever, I needed information. Glasgow Ghost Stories is written and produced by Libby Thomas. Credits are read by Harris Jones. The theme music is by Kevin MacLeod and can be found on the Free Music Archive. Sound effects are from freesound.org. Come and say hi to us on Twitter or Tumblr at Glasgow Ghost Stories. Thanks for listening. Remember, when investigating ghosts, knowledge is power. Francis is still mad. 